and you are listening to the Be Rare Podcast with Mike Rotunda and Luke Burton. Loki B is on the track with a man, not bun, but a man ponytail. Uh, it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a samurai, samurai. I wouldn't call that a samurai, but you can if you want to. Okay. I'm going to. Well, you're welcome. Okay, it's a samurai ponytail. We are Skyping in to do the podcast, and we are here to provide a little bit of enlightenment for you guys. Like, such uncertain times. Like, I keep hearing everybody explain right now as uncertain times. Nobody really knows what the hell is going on, Luke. (laughs) I know, it's it's kind of... It's a little chaotic, to be completely honest with you on my end. Um, Especially with my job, and especially with... A lot of my friends being all over the country, I mean, you know it, especially having a lot of friends that travel for work, um, people are having a little bit of a hard time dealing with this thing, and rightfully so. I know that on my personal front, my girlfriend lost her job. Um, I work in the staffing agency, workforce staffing agency, and it's a lot of jobs are temporarily delayed until anything is known for certain what's going to be happening with this thing we really don't know what's going on um so it's a very it's very gloomy times very uncertain times but i will say this is that um even though right now it seems like you might not be able to see the sun there is a saying out there that every dark cloud has a silver lining and that is going to be the focus of this podcast because we understand that everybody's going to be having those uncertain times. So why don't we try to make the best of this time that we have in quarantine away from others uh, when we don't know what's going to be happening next. It's really just a way for us to focus on the here and the now so that we don't get wrapped up in that paranoia and that fear because we don't want that to take control. Exactly. And uh, you and I lead with positivity, I think, for the most part, which is why we've always resonated with each other a lot. And not everybody is able to find that paradigm so quickly. Um, The world teaches us to lead with negativity, to lead with doubt, to lead with fear a lot of time. I was really fortunate to be raised in a family that's like, no, fear's a liar and you're prepared, you stay positive, things are going to work in your favor. So in the midst of all of this, I already see the silver lining. So to speak to that, I'm very sorry to hear about your girlfriend's job. Um, one of the jobs that I'm very, very passionate about is one of the gyms that I coach at. And I got a call this morning, actually, and it was, you know, I've been let go of the team. And now I'm very passionate about training. I love my clients. It's just a necessary means of figuring things out right now for them to cut people down. I get it. I totally get it. It's business. And one thing that my father has always taught me is to, in business, take nothing personal because it's just business. But to see the silver lining in everything else is, I can't remember the last time that for a prolonged period I could just unplug from reality and truly come home and see my family and be around the people that I adore most, the people who built me and taught me to be who I am as a person. And if we wanna talk about spreading positivity or being a light for other people, a light needs to be recharged. And with life and work and reality, we get overrun sometimes and sometimes in too many directions to where we our light gets dimmed a little bit. So. As far as finding the silver lining in all of this, I immediately have found it in just in the fact that I've spent more than four days with my family uninterrupted and been able to reconnect with each of them individually. And so instead of all of us just focusing on the fact that like, okay, we're losing pay, this is happening, that's happening, we all have bills to pay, we all have a living to make, we all have a purpose to fulfill, but the most important thing you can be doing right now is number one, following protocol. So for whatever reason in Florida, it's like everybody wants to defy whatever the government is saying and go to spring break and go to happy hour. It's like, just go home. And second of all, if you took the time to sit down and really evaluate the things that you have to be grateful for, none of them involve all the materialistic bullshit that really our lives get inundated with. And that's the big silver lining that I'm seeing. It's like when it comes down to stopping everything we're doing, and everything that we think it's a, that is important, it's not that important at the end of the day when we know what we have is our health and our families. 100% agreed. 
Um, and I just want to, you know, I want to take this time to recognize my dad gave me a lot of uh, criticism on this podcast last week because I cursed so much and it was so refreshing for you to say bullshit like that. So this is a shout out to my dad. <laughs> Everybody curses on the fucking radio, okay? <laughs> Not on the radio, <laughs> but on podcast. Whatever. But, uh, but to go back to kind of like the serious points of this, um, you know, this is a time for us to take a mental break and to not take this so serious, like to, to realize that, yes, this is a serious time. But at the end of the day, everything on Earth is temporary. Whatever your belief system is, whether you believe in God, whether you're an atheist, the th- one thing that I've come across, especially in my um, theological journey is none of this is forever and if this epidemic becomes like the Spanish flu and it wipes out over 50 million people that's a terrible thing but we have to move on you can't be shaken by this thing you have to take this time to yourself to mentally recharge and to mentally refocus and to give yourself that mental space that you deserve because I know that being from nine to five, that corporate lifestyle, I'm working from home. I still am lucky enough to be employed, um, but it's been refreshing to even have the time at home to be able to sit down and look at the tasks that I have for today and create that discipline that I usually don't have because the phones are ringing or somebody's chatting me via Google chat or they're coming up to me asking for a question, asking if I have a second. And it's really difficult for somebody that gives a lot of themselves, that considers themselves empathic, that can be able to read people based off of their emotions and being able to receive and take energy. It's hard because you don't get a break from it. It's always go, go, go. There's always somebody in your ear or the phone's ringing or you're seeing something happening in real time. Take this time to get your priorities straight. Get this time to realize what you love again and what you need to do in order to go and pursue those things or how you're able to provide for the people that you love. No, without a shadow of a doubt, and that's like a big focus. I mean, I've already recognized about this is like getting time to get organized. You just slow down. You're forced to slow down right now. It's like we live as human beings, especially in America, because we're such a go, 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 instant gratification kind of society, you're on a hamster wheel constantly. And we're always just running, running, running. So this is forcing us to slow down and kind of reevaluate and redefine our goals and our purpose. And like you said, just getting to reset and refresh. Like you think about whenever you have a gaming console or your Wi-Fi is glitching, what do you do? You turn it off and turn it back on and you reset it. Sometimes we're not robots, obviously, but we need to reset and we need to refresh as well. It's like sitting down and actually resting for just a minute to figure out where our direction is and then making it clear. So there's also a quote, you can't see where you're going, you're where you're going unless you remember where you've been. I think that's The Rock. I don't know. Uh, I mean, both both of us love The Rock, so why not make that his quote? Um, ODJ. But you can't see where you're going unless you remember where you've been. And um, it's really interesting to come back home and immediately, although my family runs in a million miles or a million different directions, a million miles a minute, how when we come back together, it's like nothing ever changes because we all know who we are, especially with each other. And to have that rock foundation love, I'm very, very grateful for that. And that being said, you know, I'm taking this time to recharge and think about, you know, what is my purpose here and how am I best serving other people? And that's what I want to really talk about on a lighter note is like, how can we all be of service to each other? So like this morning I was like, I'm going to do an Instagram live video just so people have something to look forward to at 9.30 a.m. Like I'm going to work out and make myself look like an idiot sweating profusely, which I did because for whatever reason I decided to set the camera up directly in the sun, Luke. I'm like... Two, you're an animal. Well, you're two an circuits. Savage. Well, two <laughs> circuits. In, 
I thought I was like, I'm breathing heavy. I feel like the the ten year old uh, chubby kid, which I was on the playground, like trying to keep up. I'm like, okay, let me tell you guys something. All right, so we're gonna stay positive during this. I'm like, done. You're doing a whole promo while you're doing that video. Oh, I gave a whole promo, man. and then I sat down at the end. I'm like. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sweating so bad, but this is why I'm here. But that was something that, you know, I help people professionally learn more about fitness and learn more about using their own bodies to empower themselves. If I can do that for free right now, like, I don't care. I just want to be there for people because we are, again, we're all experiencing this together at the same time. And there's a disconnect because if we're all in our own heads and we're sitting at home either feeling sorry for ourselves or just sulking and not getting up, not going outside, not being productive with this time, yo, that's on us because there's a, there comes a point when we have to take a, our own productivity uh, into our own hands and account, accountability for ourselves and whatever it is that we want to achieve. And instead of using this time to do nothing or binge watch Netflix, which there's nothing wrong with that, which I want to get into because if you have any advice on some shows, I'm out of shows. Um... <laughs> It, it's a time to really be productive and work on things that you've always dreamt about working on because all we hear all the time is like, I don't have time, I don't have time. And that's me talking to myself. Uh, I don't have the time. Well, guess what? We all have the time right now. Yep. And that's the thing is that I think that before we dive into that, I do want to touch upon the fact that a lot of uh, wherever you are listening to this, I know that we're here in the St. Pete, Tampa Bay area. Um, Maybe my location's undisclosed. <laughs> you're in you're in South Palm, Missouri. I don't know where you're talking about. I'm in the you're sticks. In, no, you're in the sticks right now. I'm in the but wherever sticks. you're at, if you have like a local gym or a yoga studio that you go to regularly, I know for a fact that Micah does live streaming, and she's also doing online coaching, so she can extend her business and the way that she's able to produce an income. I know that here we got a couple of yoga studios where they're doing their they're doing online classes to where you can go on Facebook Live or you can go on YouTube Live and actually do a fitness or a yoga class live streaming. So if you do have something within your local area, please, please, please support local businesses and continue to contribute in a different way, even though you're not able to physically go to the location. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, and as you know fitness experts and things like that that's not a a business you get into without a heart of compassion to want to help other people so i have seen a lot of the yoga studios and then pure which is the gym i coach at in south tampa uh, we are offering that online platform you know and just to be a resource for people and also this is the outlet right you and i are sitting down right now this is not only someone out there giving us uh, time and attention to listen to this podcast, but you and I checking in on each other. It's yeah. really, really fortunate that in the 21st century, we're able to plug in two microphones and a, a Wi-Fi connection and be able to see each other, talk to each other and communicate. And so that's something I want to touch on is everybody thinks social distancing is also all of a sudden you're in isolation. No, talk to your friends, call them, FaceTime them. I have spent probably five hours of today on the phone. And is that as productive as I should be? Yes, because those are connections with people who matter a lot to me, and I want to know how they're doing. I want to know what they're experiencing. And there's one common denominator in each of those conversations is that they're having the same feelings of uncertainty, and that is the, the word that everybody keeps using, but it's so accurate. Everybody is having that same feeling of uncertainty of not knowing what comes next or what's really going on. We're just all figuring it out one moment at a time, every time either the governor speaks or the president speaks or our mayor speaks, we're just figuring it out. And uh, again, the best thing that we can do is find the silver lining in all of this. Yep. I mean, I know that you are kind of like me where you're, you're more so like me um, or I'm more so like you. No, no, you're like me. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but, we're, but we're both on the go all the time. We always yeah. have something to do. We are always yeah. going to the next thing. And we don't – that's a part of that type of lifestyle of always trying to achieve something or you're going to somewhere new or you're trying to accomplish something within yourself, within a project that you're doing. You don't always make time for those conversations with the people that you love. 
and sometimes those groups get really small and really tight. And I think that it's important for everybody to have a tight nucleus of a group of friends or family that you call your primary loved ones. And this is like your first extension of your family. But there's some people that used to be in that circle for me that I've really reconnected with like one of my best friends from college and i would say that he's still my best friend uh christopher petito um shout out he, Christopher. Out. <laughs> he better listen to the podcast <laughs> you just shouted uh, him out <laughs> I did sh- I shout we're gonna him name out. this episode I, silver linings and christopher petito <laughs> christopher petito McGeets, that's my boy okay. uh, out in california and we've done we've done everything together uh, like he's probably my best friend that I have on this planet and we've talked like five times ever since this outbreak started and I can tell you that we've talked more within the past two weeks probably within the past year and it's it's kind of crazy how these things kind of bring you together but it's really like I'm, I talk to him all the time about the podcast that we're doing even though this is the second episode um, <laughs> yeah I know it's a, yeah I'm but this, this is four I'm years in the this, making <laughs> it's been four years in the making and now that I've done one I've been talking to him about all my plans for other ones mm. and kind of see and, and I'm talking to him about my dreams and I'm talking to him about my aspirations and how I'm actually able to have this time away that I don't have to be at the office. I can actually make these connections. I can start making these calls for interviews. I can start doing storyboards. You're calling Bono. You're calling Gwen Stefani. You're booking <laughs> interviews. I get it. I got it. You're killing it. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's just, it's, it's cool because you're able to connect with not just other people, but you're able to connect with other parts of yourself, which is all about this mental space that you're trying to create because, especially for me, being in corporate America, you are doing work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like it or not, it's not your company. You're doing work for somebody else. And it's nice to be able to do something that's creative in your own and fulfilling and pays you back in more ways than one. No doubt. Uh, you said something really cool about like having that close circle of people that you call your loved ones. For me, it's always... My family has always been that, and I have great friends who I call my family now. I've always said, I don't collect things, I collect good people. And I'm not a materialistic person. Let me see, let me try that again. I'm not a material girl, you know? Like Madonna would say. But you live in a material world. Yes, exactly. I'm material. Um, But I collect great people, and I'm really fortunate to have such great people in my life. So all of those phone calls I got to have today are people who've directly made an impact in my life. And whether they they say it first or not that I impacted them, it's a mutual exchange. And the other people who do that are my family. And like I said, again, I'm getting time to spend with my brothers and my brothers are my two best friends. They always have been and they're the most creative minds I've ever met and they're supportive of dreams and visions. And so when I run things by them and they're like, I love that, you know, that means a lot to me. And then, you know, getting to see my mom and dad day to day, it's just really, it's a really cool experience. And I don't take it for granted. So I'm not saying that the coronavirus by any means is a good thing. Obviously, it's a pandemic. It's an awful situation that is doing horrible, horrible strains on our... I sounded like Trump there for a second. Horrible, horrible, horrible strains on our economic income and society Huge. in general. Huge strains. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> It's absolutely massive. It's huge. Very, 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 very big. It's bigly. It's it's very bigly. Let me tell you something. It's very bigly. You see the motions that I'm doing with my hands? Bigly. It's very big. I can't do a good impression of him. I'm pretty good at impressions, but not of him. But, um... (laughs) Um, going back to what I was saying, I lost my train of thought because I started laughing. But, you know, um... It's to be taken very serious, but at the same time, it's giving me the chance to see the people that matter most. And sometimes we lose sight of what matters most. Unfortunately, life inundates us and preoccupies us with a million different things, a million different directions. And I think that syndrome that you're speaking of is called being young <laughs> and being in our 20s. So uh, a lot of us can resonate. But 
if you're a very productive and driven young person, it will run you over sometimes. So I want to encourage everybody out there who is listening to take time to evaluate what's most important right now and to think about where your focus is because if we wake up each day and our focus is on fear, then fear is going to consume us. What I say earlier, fear is a liar. If you believe that fear is a liar, then you're already in an advanced state of mind. If we wake up each day and set a calendar, which is something I talked about earlier today when I did the free workout on IGTV, I want people to set a calendar. Like Even if you don't have to get up at 6 a.m., get up at 6 a.m., go work out, uh, set up conference calls early in the day, be productive, make yourself an agenda. You know, if your boss, you're normally having your boss over your shoulder watching you, you have to learn that self-accountability. Whether it's something you've ever done or not, I've been self-employed before, so it's something I learned at a young age is like, if you don't get things done, things aren't going to happen. So just making an agenda for yourself and then also making time to find gratitude for the things that you have. Yeah, you may not be able to leave your house. You may not be able to go to your favorite kava bar, bar in general, or to the gym like you do every day. But don't take the other things you have for granted. If you have electricity, if you're able to make your oatmeal when you wake up and your coffee and see the sunshine or sit on your back porch and actually enjoy that coffee and oatmeal, those are the little things that if we take time to recognize, it's going to change our perspective on what we're experiencing and not let the negativity seep into our brains and into our blood and overpower us. And scene. Boom. Did I lose you? <laughs> I was like, I was trying to figure it out. I was like, did we just end the? Sh- did we just end the show? <laughs> <laughs> I just dropped the mic. I actually. Did you just end the show? I Honestly, threw the mic. I was so confused. I was like, I'm pretty sure that she's ending the show right now, so I'm not going to interrupt her and say, "Yeah, that's not what I'm going to do right now." She's on a roll. I'm going to just let it do it. It's just going to happen. And your samurai bun. You're like, and that was all, I was like, folks. I'm just like, I'm just going to stop and not say anything because what she's doing is working, and I don't want to get in the way of it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good, right? It was good. Came was, from the heart. I like that. It was it was a it was a hot take. If I could if I could say that for sure, I liked it. Ooh, where were you supposed to have wine? Uh, I didn't grab it. <laughs> Here's my mindset too. It's like it's so easy, right, for us to just lax on our routines and our schedules. Going back to what I was just saying, it was yeah. 5 o'clock. It was like 5.01, and I had a stressful day, and I was like, you know what? I, I need wine. I'm going to have wine while I do this. But in reality, after this, I want to get off of the, the what is this, Skype? I want to get yeah. off the computer, and then I want to immediately. I don't want to be on social media. Absolutely not. No, I want to get off of here, and I want to go work out. I want to do my routine and not neglect that because those are the things that bring us peace. And if we start to allow ourselves to slip up, and it's not to say that, oh, you can't take a rest day. You can take a rest day, but don't be negligent to the things that normally bring you happiness. And everybody, that looks different for everybody. Some chicks want to sit down and read a book. Some guys want to go for a walk. Some girls want to do yoga. And some guys want to watch Netflix. For me, I want to go and I want to do some deadlifts, move some overhead press, and go for a run. And then I'll be real at ease. Real at ease. Real at ease. I know that for me, though, like I I have the head, I I have one of those meditation apps. and I bought it a while back when I was going through my own, like, I went through some other shit. We'll dive into it another day. But, oh, I can't wait. Oh, uh, we're, yeah, we're going to address <laughs> so a, lot excited. Of, a, a lot of weird shit <laughs> in, the coming, in the coming episodes. But um, I, I have one of those meditation apps because I was going through a lot during a time um, where I needed to calm my mind. And I needed to, Tim Ferriss says it best, is to make your monkey brain sit, like mm. to control your monkey mind. And I really needed that. I needed that therapy. I needed to be able to sit within myself and be okay with myself and have that self-acceptance. And I felt like when this started happening and when I started working from home um, over the course of last week, I started getting back into that 20-minute sit down, you're not doing anything, and just calm your mind. Focus on your breathing and focus on a point in the front of your head and it's just 
it's just nice to get back into routine because there's your day is already structured especially if you don't work for some if you don't work for yourself and you work for somebody else your day is essentially structured for you like you have to figure out what tasks you're going to bunch together and you're going to group together and you're going to block off time and how you're going to navigate that but you basically you're at an office for eight hours a day and to have the rest of your day be just free is weird to me especially now where I can do my work, take a little bit of a break, do my work, take a little bit of the break. But it's good to start having that structure because when everything gets back up and running again, if you don't and you let yourself kind of sit sedentary, that's when weird shit starts to happen, right? Like you get out of the routine, you're trying to get back into this routine, but now you've been lazy for what a month or two months at a time and no fault of your own you've been out of a job you've lost your job you've lost your way of income but it's it's crazy to me that some people are not they're kind of taking this hunker down at home it's like they're not taking it in a positive way yeah and i and i, and I get it i really do because losing your job sucks it is probably one of the worst things in the world i've lost my jobs before i've been fired um i've been laid off as well and it's no fun like it's just that's like one of the worst feelings in the world it's like getting laid off and it was no and no fault of your own yeah like you don't really have anything to blame yeah and that's what it comes down to is like where's your laser focus so Uh, I take everything and I try my best to see all sides. And that's why I said earlier, Captain Mike. Captain Mike is my dad. And my dad will only ever be referred to as Captain Mike on the podcast for anybody listening and wondering who that is. Captain Mike always says it like business is nothing personal. Take nothing personal. Um, I haven't done anything about my jobs wrong. I have been progressing forward already. And so to think about that laser focus, I look at everything as an opportunity for growth and that's a hunger inside of somebody that you can't subside like I'm forever hungry and I don't mean that in a physical sense like I need to eat all the time but in a sense of I'm always hungry to learn more to be better and to work harder and so right now when you have this opportunity where no one's telling you to work harder that's when you have to learn that for yourself and if it's an innate ability and you develop it young you're going to wake up and you're going to just start making that regimen. You're going to start working towards goals. But that's kind of, again, why I feel so adamant about doing this and talking about the silver lining of all of this is that if you don't know how to do that and you don't know how to be hungry for your goals, I want you to sit down and make that list. Start making a schedule for yourself. Start being productive. you got the same 24 hours in a day that you and I have, you know what I mean? And all of us use it differently. So if we're waking up and we're like, okay, how can I be better? Even when no one's telling me to be and no one's watching, what are you going to do that's going to get you to there? So I have always thought about, um, doing this podcast consistently. I've always thought about training online more. You know, these things are now able to come into fruition because I have the time and energy and expertise to focus in them. And I'm very thankful for that. You know, I miss my normalcy. I miss my house. I miss being at the station and seeing Drew and John, who I absolutely adore. I miss my clients, but I'm really grateful again to see my family and have this time to reevaluate, reset and refocus and well, make my goals well-defined so that I can accomplish them with a level head. Right. And I also want to just, I want to make sure that I know that this podcast is called Be Rare, but I also want to put out something that like, I think that sometimes can get lost when we talk and we try to give a little bit of light to a situation or we try to give light to other people because what we are trying to do with the mission of this podcast is to help people realize that with themselves, that they can be rare and they can be the best version of themselves that they possibly can be. Not everybody's on the same trajectory. Not everybody's going to be going at it the same way that Mike is going at it. Mike is not going to be going at it the same way that The Rock is going at it or somebody else in the situation. If you don't or Loki B. Don't forget Loki B, B, baby. Or, yeah, or, or, my, or my dad or my girlfriend or whatever. Like nobody's doing things at the same trajectory or the same speed and you shouldn't be look, you should be looking at other people and seeing what they're doing 
so that you don't feel like you're going crazy and you don't mm-hmm. feel like you're going you're in this by yourself yeah but what you shouldn't be doing is you shouldn't be comparing yourself to other people and their paths everybody is on a different path in life and if you feel like you don't feel well that you feel like you need this time to rest and you need this time to really recharge that is totally fine you it, like I totally understand what we're trying to get at and with the scheduling and that we need to make sure that you're still on a structure but that doesn't mean that you still can't have that rest period that you can't still have that breath and if you don't if you feel like you've been on a schedule for too long it's the flip side as well yeah. you need to truly take you need to truly unplug and be like you know what I'm gonna be a hermit for 30 days or like two weeks and see if this thing can blow over and then come out the other side and feel completely recharged so you can give more of yourself that's exactly what you should do no like doubt about that ha- everybody has a different trajectory everybody has a different path everybody has different ways that they can heal and grow so take whatever time is best for you and just do it. Just be yourself and just let yourself be and exist in this world that has absolutely no clue what the fuck is going on. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, what are we all doing? I have no idea. What are we all doing? How's your day? Oh, no. Weird. Actually, it's funny because, like, I keep saying, people are like, how are you doing? For the past month or so, I'm just like, I don't know. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I, I honestly, I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea how I'm doing. But to speak to what you said, yeah, everybody's trajectory or experience in life is completely different. I mean, I look at my family's career paths. I look at my friend's career paths. All of us are going at different paces and doing different things. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And out of full transparency, it's like, I just took the past three days where I, my favorite thing in the world was the fact that I didn't have to be anywhere or get up at 4am or really, I just got to be present and in the moment and kind of feel out what I'm doing with my days. The only thing I scheduled was my workouts. Um, but seeing my nieces and seeing my nephew and seeing my brothers, my mom and dad, you know, it is that rest period because we all are recharged differently. Mine is from my family. It brings me great fulfillment. They bring me purpose. They bring me happiness. Everybody's going to find that in their own way. And if somebody hasn't discovered that yet, it's like you said, you know, take time to rest, be that hermit, uh, go and meditate and practice mindfulness and figure out what the hell it is that you are supposed to be doing with this time. Cause not all of us have well-defined answers. We're all figuring it out together on our own separate accounts. So that's again, why you and I are here is to be those voices of saying, Hey, nobody has this all figured out. We don't know, but we do know that there's a silver lining in all of this, and that's what we want to bring it back around to is that there is the good and the bad, and the good nine times out of ten outweighs the bad. So it's what we decide to wake up and focus on that's going to change our mindset. And when we get up each morning and we choose to be happy or to be grateful or to be productive, that's on us. So it's empowering that about ourselves that creates consistent habits to one day know that in any circumstance, we're still in control of what's happening to us because we're deciding what really how we react to things. Yep. And I can tell you personally, um, just from being on social media and like figuring out like what is actually going on. Cause I know that you know this about me, but everybody out there, I am a huge festival goer. I love going to music festivals. I love seeing DJs live. I love seeing live music in general. And a big thing about this coronavirus is that it really has affected the festival season for this year. Um, A lot of the festivals are either rescheduling or canceling. However, what that is meaning for people that love music, if you love certain bands, I know that a lot of, uh, I know that Garth Brooks, that's not somebody of my genre of music, but I don't (laughs) like Garth Garth Brooks at all, actually. You got Um, friends in low places, bro? That's a great song. God, I don't really like this too much. (laughs) But he is doing live concerts every night. Um, Insomniac, which is the uh, company that runs Okeechobee Music Festival, as well as... Oh, your favorite. Oh, 
Joe Music Festival. But, <laughs> I, but they have a banging lineup every year. So I know, like, Dingus. Yes, like, that's what I said. Great lineup, but the security's dog shit. God, <laughs> okay. Dog shit. Listen, you uh, can't be bashing festivals. I love, I love music festivals. I'm just out <laughs> of negative time getting through security when they go through everything twice and separate me and my girlfriend one on another but we'll go through that another time that's like huge all right we'll go through music festival 101 but nothing beats firefly festival what's it fire Uh, festival anyways go on sorry fire festival um but like all they're releasing previous uh live sets on rewind from all their previous festivals that they've ever thrown so they are putting out these live sets that are by these amazing artists i know that um, they just gave the green light to my favorite guy, Grizz, to do uh, his one, his from last year. Um, a lot of people are doing different things. Like, I know that uh, a lot of my favorite DJs are doing live sets such as, uh, they're calling them quarantunes, <laughs> which, are, so which is music that's made or mixed down during the, um, it's the quarantine. The quarantine. Um, I mean, I, I'm thinking about doing one, a, a style of podcast like that myself, but I'm not going to put it out there until it's actually finalized and I have an episode up. But I really think that this is a time for people to explore that platform to be able, especially if you are making music, people can still donate to you or you can make money off of that in that way as well. It's just a good time right now, I think, if you are trying to connect with people, there's different ways that you can. And I think that with music, especially artists are putting themselves out there more than ever because they're having to. And it's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool how everybody's kind of g- coming together within the festival and the music community to really support one another during this time of like uncertainty. Yeah. And I mean, I was thinking about it this weekend. Uh, every year I manage Reggae Rise Up and I thought about it multiple times I would be at Rise Up right now I would be at Rise Up right now I wonder what all the artists are doing and I've seen a number of my favorite artists are releasing stuff I love reggae and so like I saw Catastro releasing stuff this weekend um and that's really important for artists just to continue to do their stuff and to be a vessel for people because music's super healing. Music is a universal language doesn't matter where you're from you listen to music um but that being said you know, some of your favorite DJs. I've gotten really into the EDM the past year, and there's something about an RL Grime or a Grizz or a Big Wild that you put that on, and, and you're in these back roads of this undisclosed place that I'm in, and you're just chilling, and you're like, this is amazing. This is really healing right now. Even if the song doesn't have words, you feel really good. So I want to encourage people to support artists for sure. There's so many different things to support right now, but support things that make you feel at peace in general. I mean, for me, it's definitely music. I have to have ambient noise on 24-7. I don't know if it's part of growing up in a house with six professional wrestlers or something but (laughs) we had noise all the time so I need noise but yeah I want to encourage people to do things that make them feel good and support the people who they feel like have been a part of their day-to-day lives but again we just want to be here to help you all find the silver lining Ricky B and I are gonna we're gonna be producing like crazy right now I'm really excited a lot of different stuff I know that for a fact but you know, I, I want to just let everybody know this is just I know that a lot of stuff has been canceled online um, and in in public television in general. Like I know that you're that Major League Baseball has been uh, suspended. The NBA has been suspended. The XFL no longer has a season. Um, I know that most of the tennis and soccer has been suspended, but I really just want everybody to take this time to realize that you know what hasn't been canceled, Micah? Oh, God. You're not allowed to say it. I don't have the jar. Okay. Okay. Put your dollar in. Here we go, people. You couldn't do it. Chew that ice. Professional wrestling. Okay, put your, put your dollar in. <laughs> this is me. Uh, yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> I'm fully aware. I'm totally aware. But yeah, I think that that goes back to professional wrestling is in a realm all of its own, whether you're into it or not. Um, And you should be into it because my brothers are cool. It's something that 
is a lifestyle to them. It's a year-round thing. Those sports have seasons, um, but sports entertainment is dedicated to entertaining. So to have all those athletes show up and record at the Performance Center, do TV tapings, do WrestleMania, it's it's a different ball game. <laughs> And it also, like, I know that between the two shows, I know between WWE and AEW, um, it's it's kind of astonishing, like, what the wrestling community is doing in this time. It's almost like they're providing a service. Like, they feel like they have an obligation to put on shows because there's literally nothing else on. Well, I will defend that and say the radio is still on. Radio is still on, hundred percent. What out I'm to talking my about is like sports, though, like yeah. like it's live sports, something new. I know that right now, I'm. I used to play tennis in college, and I still follow tennis pretty religiously, almost the same as much as I follow professional wrestling. Put another That's $3, dollar. By the way. Okay. Then uh, money after the show. Um, but it, they're having to put on like classic matches from very obscure years of like tennis finals. Like I've seen so many like different advertisements for the 2005 semifinals of the Australian open where Marat Safin went uh, in uh, against Roger Federer and lost in straight sets. There's no reason that that should be advertised to me, but I'm just like, Oh yeah, I kind of remember that match. I don't remember who won. I know that it I know that who I, I yeah, these are two of my favorite tennis players. Go ahead. Whatever. And it's just, it's one of those things where it's just like, are we just really at the point where we're recycling, like, old stuff? Yeah, we are. Oh, that's so weird. See, that's interesting <laughs> because I'm like, and the other light of things, I don't think I'd ever want to watch a tennis match from 2005 nor a basketball game from 1998 or a football game from 2003 but I'll tell you what I do want to watch is some good shows on Netflix and HBO so normally I'm not watching HBO shows that often but I did decide to finally dive into a show now for anybody who knows me knows that I do not do TV well like it's a very short lasting experience to watch something with me usually put a TV show on or a movie and I'm out within three minutes of it starting then I decided the other day to start watching Euphoria on HBO I watched the entire season from the first episode to the eighth episode in less than 48 hours which is unheard of for me like I can't tell you the last time I actually had the focus and the attention span (laughs) No, the thing is, I've not been bored. I'm watching this like late at night. I'm like staying up past quote unquote bedtime. I'm like trying to find stuff to do. What are you talking about? No, I've like (laughs) look forward to finally watching this. Like I've had so many people be like, that's a great show. I watched you a couple months ago and I watched it until it got super creepy. And I'm like, all right, no more. Dude, it got way too creepy. I like caught it. So I started watching it in the second season with my girlfriend. You can't do that. That's cheating. Oh, I'm, I, I'm a boyfriend. I can do that. Okay. I'm a hundred Like, I can definitely do that. I'm a boyfriend. I, I, I can do to, that. I just need to be caught up in the present moment. I don't need to, <laughs> like, need the backstory behind why this guy's a psycho and why he's, like, making all these lives and ha- why, why he's, like, weaving all these lives. I don't need to know any of that. There's way too much that my brain is capable of giving a shit. Okay. okay. I just need to know where we're at right now so that my girlfriend can fill me in later. That's it. That's all I need to do with a show that, like, I really, like, because I really don't give a shit about TV. Like, I, like, when I tell people that when they're like, oh, so what do you like to watch? Uh, tennis, pro wrestling, <laughs> um, funny shows. That's it. I just want to laugh. I want to see guys get kicked in the face. And... I want to see balls hit. That's it. I don't care. (laughs) Oh. But but we'll say this. Before you dive into that sexual innuendo. um, What? Whatever. Whatever. It's going to be my cam girl name. Balls hit. That's what my cam girl name's going to be. You're going to make a killing. Damn it, 
breathe. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, go on. Tiger Bomb? It's, no, it's called Tiger King. It's called okay. Tiger King. Okay. The exact, the exact title. Tiger <laughs> King. Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. Okay, so here's the description that uh, Netflix gave. <laughs> Alright, I'm done, I promise. Go Lovely on. Eccentrics and cult personalities in the stranger than fiction world of Big Cat owner. Few stands out for Joe Exotic, a mulleted, gun-toting polygamist and country-western singer who provides an Oklahoma roadside zoo. This is about uh, Big Cat Rescue up the road from us. You know Big Cat Rescue? Yeah, I've been there. I'm not going to lie. I'm never going to watch this, though. You're never... <laughs> <Why> not? <laughs> not going to watch this. I'll Have tell you what seen... I will watch. Did you, did you give the guy a Google? Google? Dude, you should give this guy a Google. No. No, 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 no. If you Google Tiger King, he looks like Jake the Snake Roberts. You can't He's, do that comparison. I need you to... He, he looks like Jake the Snake Roberts if Jake the Snake had frosted tips. No, this looks like Siegfried and Roy combined with a tiger shirt on that's blue. That does not look like Jake the Snake. How dare you disrespect him? He is a uh, legend. Uh, is not going to watch this, but I'll tell you, I did watch... Listen, Burt Kreischer has a new comedy special on Netflix. Oh, it's so good. It's hilarious. And, like, I like that he references his daughter so much. I've always had a really strong bond with my dad. And whenever I do stand-up, I actually talk about my dad all the time. And last time I did stand-up, he was there. He may or may not have cried from laughing yeah. and proudness. But anyways, it's really fun to use your family as your material. And, like, I, that's why I love Burt Kreischer. I love Joe Coy because he always does that. He talks about his son all the time. It's just, it's hilarious. So if you haven't checked out Burt Kreischer's new com uh, comedy special on Netflix, I would highly recommend that. I think Tom Segura has another one coming out in a couple of weeks. Just so many good comedy Netflix specials coming out right on time. Yep. Um, I know that Tom Papa just did one, and that was really funny. It was just, it was, and I think that that's really topical. Like, I think that a lot, all these, all these specials that are coming out are super topical. Like, I think that uh, Mark Marin has a new one, and he's got extremely dry humor. But it's super topical, and it's, it's like, it, it's almost bone-chillingly honest how critical and spot-on um, his material is. Um, have you ever, have you ever listened to him? I think so. Um, I don't think there's really any comedy sp uh, specials that have been on Netflix that I haven't watched at this point. If he's had a comedy special on there, then I'm sure I've seen it. Um, but I will definitely check it out. Per your recommendation. What? I mean, but fuck Tiger King, right? I'm not watching that. <laughs> so what? What is a what is? So my thing that I just learned about you is that you will tell me that you're not going to watch something, which I appreciate. So what is criteria? for me to put on the do not watch list for um, I'm going to tell you if I'm not going to watch something, if I'm not going to listen to something, if I'm not going to eat something if I'm not going to go somewhere like if straight up like as you told me that I'm like I'm never going to watch this I'm not going to watch this, why is he wasting his time? I appreciate you telling me about it, someone out I, there is going to watch the it screen, I can't see your face Micah I'm only, I'm reading my own facial expressions on how this conversation is <laughs> going on this Skype call I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry about you but that's just the way 
way it is. Uh, things I won't watch. I don't like grotesque stuff, so like super gory horror films freak me out. I can't do it. Um, I like things, I like innocent laughter. Like what I mean by that is somebody who has just comedy that's hilarious without it being super crude. I just enjoy that. Like Joe Coy is a perfect example of that. Um, I don't know. Other than that, I'm pretty open to stuff that I'll watch, but I want to laugh without it being super crude, and I want to learn something when I watch something. So if you got recommendations in that realm, holla at your girl when you see her on the street. But you won't see me on the street because I'm self-distancing from you. Quarantined. Yeah, you're all the way up in uh, the sticks, dog. Undisclosed location. But, Undisclosed location. Parts unknown. But a uh, couple of Netflix recommendations I will give. Um, there's an old movie called Sasquatch Gang. I'm pretty sure it's on there. If you have not watched that, I highly suggest it for a good laugh. It's from like 2003, 2004. It'll make you giggle. Um, what do you, do you like? like uh, do you like those BBC, like the uh, Planet Earth type of stuff? Mm, I'm going to say no. You're saying no. <laughs> hey, say, we are like on the exact opposite sides of Netflix. <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, that's why they got the library for everybody. There needs I mean, to be a better know, Netflix guide, though. I will say that. I appreciate Netflix, but like they should have personality tests, just like dating apps. When you sign up for Netflix, there should be a personality test. And then they're like, recommended for you. I'm like, no, that's not recommended for me. That's a no. lie. That's <laughs> a lie. Um, I know for me, um, Whenever I do get on, I try to I try to watch um, I try to watch as much educational like nature kind of stuff as possible. Um, just because I used to do that in college with all our roommates, and I know that I do that still with my girlfriend now. Come here, you want to be part of the podcast? Come on. As I was saying before, I picked up this beautiful cat. Um, is that they have a uh, BBC documentary series where they do night, they do uh, the nightlife, where they have all these night uh, night scope cameras. They're doing everything kind of in super slow motion, so you're seeing all the animals that come out at night that usually can't be caught on camera. It's okay. pretty fascinating, kind of to see everything, especially from like a predator prey standpoint of different environments that are all around the world. I mean, it's cool for me, I mean, personally, but besides that, I know that Big Mouth is another one. I know that that's super crude, so it might not be a good recommendation for you. I've watched Big Mouth. I've watched Big Mouth, Rick and Morty, all those shows. Not a big animation kind of person. You're not a big animation kind of girl. Nah. I like, like, Disney animation, like Lion King. I love every Disney movie ever. I'll watch them a thousand times, but not new age stuff. Like, anything on Adult Swim, Futurama, I'm not into it. Not into the adult cartoons, huh? No, but there is a video on Adult Swim. It's called Petite Feet. If you've never seen that video... (laughs) Petite Feet. Stand by. Weird. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're going to send it to me? I'm going to send it to you, and you have to watch this. And the next podcast, you're going to give me your review of Petite Feet. A review, okay. I'm going to give you a review. Um, oh, oh, this is an ad. Whoa. It's okay. Whoa. Not paid, not paid ad, not paid ad. I'm just going to give you a little sample. Petite Pete, and that is Is how we're going to end the podcast, and then next episode, we're going to pick up where we left off, and you're going to give me your review of Petite Feet to kick off the episode, and then we're going to dive into more important topics on the Be Real podcast. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Be real, everybody. Take care of yourselves. Love one another, but at a distance, six feet at least, and cover your mouths with your elbows and your armpits That's instead actually, of your hands when you cough. It's terrible okay. advice. Just <laughs> don't do that. Just don't. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Au revoir.